0: What's up, everyone? Quick oh, show announcement. I have bedbugs again. Everyone join Patreon.
1: Oh, did officially?
0: They're, they, they're spraying them today. They uh, they were like, well, we have to do an Yeah, inspection. You got to move out of that place. I think I'm going to. Ha- it's just really annoying because yeah. here's the thing that everyone does. It goes, well, we'll move out right away. And then I have to go, well, first, I need them to get all the bedbugs off my stuff. Yeah. And then everyone goes, well, no. It's one of those many things. Dylan and I were having a talk about life bitch before we started recording. And having bed bugs is one of the many things where people who have never dealt with it before go, Let me tell you all of the things that I think you should do in this situation that are not educated to the actual situation. And then you're like, Okay, cool. Well, I'm just, I just, I just now, two things have happened. One, I have bed bugs. Two, I just am thinking about how I want you to have cancer. So it's just, it, you didn't help me. You didn't help. The
1: thing about bed bugs is I'd legitimately rather. I, I don't know. I, I'm trying to actually think of, like, like, the hacky thing would be to say, like, a real bad autoimmune disease. But, like, there's a lot of one. things I'd You're rather having. have. I'd rather have psoriasis the bed bugs 100%. But, like, I'm Here's trying the- to think of an actual disease I w- that's, like, life-threatening. I'd rather break my arm, for sure, than have bed bugs. Done
0: it. it's uh I mean, yeah, probably. Here's why I don't like having bed bugs is I have to go through the whole thing with my building of, like, hey no you can't charge me rent oh uh, well this guy has to sign off on it okay cool that guy gets to get yelled at by me about how mm-hmm. he doesn't get to charge me rent like I don't want to have to confront people yeah. I I find no joy of this You're it's also just a giant waste of time This You're is a, a giant... big
1: male Karen Marin. it's not a John male Karen car- no no
0: it's not a male Karen thing it's literally just male it's a thing that drives me crazier in society more than anything which is people refuse to go I've lost I've lost you've lost <laughs> People go, oh no! You just lost. the, the These the, the the rules are not on your side. You have unfortunately lost. Favorite example of this was recently, which was a guy who just got a middle seat on a Delta flight coming back from Dallas, who four different times checked with a flight attendant if he could just sit somewhere else. The fourth time, why was wouldn't my he favorite. just
1: sit somewhere else?
0: The flight was full. Oh. The fourth, and he was just like, "Come on, I don't want the fourth time. I don't want to sit in the middle. Give me another seat, sir."
1: No. What uh, one of Alexis's friends does is uh, to see to suss out if there's any seats is you just literally go to you wait there until the second time they call your name where the flight's literally about to leave. Then you get up and go in because that's when absolutely everybody is sat and then you'll find if there's any spare seats. So you don't have to like take off in your seat and then like get up and switch. You just pick which seat you want.
0: This is proof that uh, Dylan's wife is from a part of Toronto that's it's just full of scumbags that think scams are good. That's the most annoying scam I've ever heard in my entire life. I'm just going to wait until I almost miss the flight, and then I'm going to make sure everyone's kind of pissed at me when I walk on the airplane. I hope every time that person ends up sitting in a middle seat, every time.
1: Never. Never has. Always. Never been fucking cucked by the world.
0: My personal, fa- my personal favorite one, and I've said this before and I'll say it again, which is um, because I'm a Roger killing a... Uh... Lex Luger, Miss of course, Elizabeth? killed Miss Elizabeth, and we'll get to that in a second.
1: Put her uh, in the torture rack of philadiction That was real exactly, torture and rack. And
0: also of uh, physical violence in a relationship. Let's not forget that.
1: But let's not pretend that they weren't also just falling apart. I think we're going to do two parts on Lex Luger, because it'd of be course, weird if we before didn't. Before we
0: get to that, we're going to get to this, which was when I have a broken elbow, and I was just uh, sat in a seat, and the person next to me claimed that I was in her space, and I had to explain to her that I was not, and I was physically just wider than the seat was. Mm. wide and just that's how it was going to happen and then she pushed me a bunch and uh the flight attendant then came over and explained to this professional businesswoman going to toronto from montreal if she put uh, if she did anything else the police would be waiting for her at the tarmac and then the woman went oh really and then the flight attendant got right in her face and went don't test me miss and then turned to me and went would you like a complimentary beverage i said no thank you it was mm-hmm. the best moment of my entire life. I've already had
1: six Pepsi's also. What's your number? Exactly. It would be good if you like then ruin like the flight attendant was really on your side and then you said something that made you both villains.
0: I did. I did ruin it because I then turned to the flight attendant and went hitler's cool i'm so sorry i'm so sorry
1: do you want to see all this sweet shit i'm writing about hitler and how great yeah, he was
0: yeah yeah do you want to check hey can you uh thanks for helping me out do you want to know how i broke this elbow i was zig hiling so hard i broke my elbow
1: <laughs> they measured uh, my kid sorry. for his 15 month appointment and they were like well he's off the chart well his uh his height and weight are pretty like average and for um for language he's pretty advanced and every single part of my being wanted to be like where where where's your hog chart what's the hog look like?
0: <laughs> i assu- I mean i assume that if i they- smiled
1: i di- th- she said do you have a question and i said no i'm good and then smiled again that's yeah, well, that's I- how that worked
0: i wish i would pay it a- where's your chart of baby dicks I would pre- I would pay premium for a wrestler review fan who is a doctor to be our doctor so that he could do a full physical. Full physical I would never
1: out. I would never want it. To ha- the whole point of that it, saying that would be to upset the doctor. If the doctor was like, no. oh, glad you asked. Then I would just walk out a window.
0: No, no, Because no, I know I would be like I want it for me like a full physical. And then afterwards, he brings out a big bucket and he goes, if you can't fill this. I'm going to beat you up. Winks at me and goes, I'm a come monkey. and I'll go, finally, the doctor I've been looking for. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like he comes um, in he's like, here's the Mr. problem Hastings with your European bones. Yep. They're not boners. Now that he just <laughs> nods at you and then looks at the nurse and tells her to get out. And then me and him just mm-hmm. high five and watch a rockers match. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, watch a rockers match where he's done the study. This is the one where they're the most fucked up.
0: Exactly right. Also, by the way, I only go to doctors that uh, enter into the waiting room with theme music. My Ooh. current doctor at Kaiser Permanente, that's right on. I go, service, I go to the clinic on Crown Heights Boulevard. He <laughs> walks into the waiting room to Brock Lesnar's original theme without the wee. Injust- partisan- <laughs> but then when you go into his actual little room, then he plays the remixed theme. <laughs> is there a remix? There's a different theme. There's two themes. The original theme is just bum bum
1: pum bum 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 Oh and the other one's <made with Hayatly> Hon- <uerdo> <unconscious> uy- I always way, thought that, that was before we get to Lex Luger, I always thought that was a really fucking shitty thing they did to Bret Hart. When Bret Hart came back post, uh, obviously screwjob and having a stroke, is they changed his theme song just a little bit so he wouldn't get as big a pop. I thought that was a really of fucking. They
0: did. What I like so much about the WWE is that it's like, are you guys petty? And they're like, oh yeah, yeah. And they are like, why are you petty in this way? And it's like, oh, it's Bret. Like fuck you. Like sh- 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 fuck you. Like I don't know. He, Shut he had up. To
1: co- he had to come back, so he's worse.
0: Yeah. Uh, he Brad Hart's
1: walking down the ring. This guy can't cook eggs. Just weird stuff where it's like yeah, exactly. he made breakfast for his kids. His kids always go to the diner around the corner. They hate the way he cooks.
0: Um his brother died in our ring. We're better than him. So his mm. ma- his music isn't as good. I don't know. That's more direct. What br- That's more direct, yeah. Like also, can we just say this? I'm I have I this is Brad Hart, problem. how will he
1: fare in this match considering the other guy has an alive brother? Yeah, Tony?
0: How yeah, Bret Hart walking to the ring, which is pretty impressive, seeing as that he uh, lost to a fucking bike a, a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> stupid bitch.
1: <laughs> Fuck shit, piss.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Bret Hart coming to the ring, not his father's favorite, not his mother's favorite. I mean, he's clearly Stu's favorite. He's clearly not Stu's favorite. Stu's Who's favorite Stu's is favorite? A Mirror.
1: <laughs> That's true. I was going to say, Stu's favorite is Stu. Uh, yeah. We're going to talk about Lexington. Oh, you yeah, Lex Luger.
0: Luger. Luger. Let me say this about reading Lawrence
1: Wendell Nemaneth. Oh. Neimanith is how it was spelt frenetically by Christopher Plopson. Oh, yeah, it was. There's no way his name is. His name is literally spelt, last, real last name is P-F-O-H-L oh. and I am excited that he's not one of the guys where it's like, whoa, they could have just gone with his real name. Ron Killings' his name to. is literally like L W Bob Fall? Death.
0: His name is L.W. Fall. He could have been the greatest jobber in the history of superstars. <laughs>
1: he's so fucking jacked and you know what watching his old watching how athletic he was it's crazy how athletic he was and how weirdly he moved where it's like i had a friend in high school actually still have a friend very nice man who walks using only his lower body somehow he literally uses none of the force of his upper body and lex luger also runs like that he kind of runs like an ostrich
0: yeah, he does. It's basically, it's like he got the perfect physique above the peen, and then he was just like, "All right, freeze it." <laughs> he
1: has nice thighs too. Don't let don't.
0: He has nice thighs, but clearly he's he has nice on leg day.
1: Everything.
0: No, nice everything. look at legs. I don't his legs. care for his Look at his legs right and now. Thinning, he has thinning hair.
1: Let's. If let- you paid for the audio podcast, sorry, because I was just about to be a bunch of grunts. Ooh. Yeah, yeah.
0: A bunch Fuck. of slurping noises too, is what we just touch- <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, we're just drinking drinks, but like trying to put our mouth around the top.
0: <laughs> exactly how we drink drinks here at the Wrestler View is, you know, we always like to have a nice mug of coffee here at the Wrestler View to enjoy. But what we do is we put our mouth completely around it.
1: Lex Luger, Lex Luger, when he first started wrestling, and he just had that bandana and the little beard and the big boner for
0: me. Yeah, it was a weird time when he had that big boner. Just, ladies and gentlemen, Lex Luger's uh, (laughs) career goes like this: He grew up in a artistic uh, household. His dad was obsessed with uh, obsessed with musical instruments and ran. His dad and mom
1: are very smart,
0: are very smart musical people. And his brother and sister both went into music and are like classically trained whatevers. And crazy. Lex Luger loves sports, and his dad clearly was like, "I didn't raise a hero." His dad's Fraser Crane, and Lex Luger is uh, Marty Crane. Uh, but instead yeah, of that's getting really a little funny. dog and joining the cops, Lex Luger joined wrestling and got himself a bill addiction. Different dogs get barking, baby. But here's the thing about Lexington Luger is, that, this is man- that he went into athletics and he went into pro sports in the early 80s and was in arena football in this time when there were finally agents and lawyers around sports. So that once, and we're going to get into him being recruited into wrestling, but this is the thing he brings with him, which is the reason why he is hated by everyone, is he brings in an attitude of, don't treat me like shit, I should be treated better than this. And there's this weird moment in the 80s where all the lower we made cable art forms get this guy. And that guy is hated, and also is the reason they all go on to long-term success. Is Lex Luger brings in the idea of, no, you have an agent and a lawyer and he manages this stuff. No, I'm not paying to rent a car. Unfortunately, you do that cuz you lost that in negotiation. Like that is what Lex Luger brings. And this he's is He's the dream. Crazy. This
1: is weird, but it's he's the he's the dream for NXT 2.0. Like when they're yes. when they're trying to create wrestlers, they're trying to create it's so fucking weird because NXT 2.0 seems like they're trying to create WCW nwa from the late 80s early 90s where it's like here's who we're trying to create the steiners lex luger like we're in sting and ultimate warrior and all these guys who came into wrestling and started wrestling because they could make money at it not because we love it not that yeah, either or is good like i honestly think it's good to enter artistic pursuits sometimes when you're like i just want money just so guys like vince mcmahon and whatever can't fuck you because you can just go i'm not doing that fuck you rather than yeah. What happens in our industry a lot and what happens in wrestling for sure, which is you love this, I know that, I'm gonna leverage that against
0: you. Here's the funny thing though that is happening post-COVID, and it's particularly our generation of guys that were all like, I'll love it, I'll take your shit. Is uh and I know this is true for both of us, which is we just we survived COVID and none of those people that we were like, Hey, can you can you give me stage time? None of them helped us, so we're kinda like I can do this on my own, actually. It's fine. And then, Mm -hmm. yeah, there's a different type of fear. But that's the interesting thing of... um, Is Lex Luger was... But like in everything, exactly that. Is he scared the Vince McMahon types. But he, for some reason, because wrestling is so weird and comedy is the same way. He also really pissed off all the boots on the ground guys. Because it's like, what are you fucking doing asking for more money for all of us? I enjoyed being paid less, in a way.
1: Well, also, like... He is – so let's talk about his football career, though, because I do think that's very instructive and to is it, me Dylan? surprising. It surprised me because I okay, didn't think that Lex Luger was like – I thought Lex Luger was like – we haven't done a John Cena episode, so maybe John Cena's like this too. But the way I think John Cena is where it's like, hey, he played football. He wasn't that good. He hurt himself. Now he became a wrestler. But really what it was is this guy gets fucking transferred. This guy goes to Penn State – with Joe Paterno and Jerry Baby Sandusky, and nothing would prepare him for a career in professional wrestling oh rather than a guy who's God. a pedophile and a guy who covered it up. And that is, that is that is. firstly, Joe Paterno goes, there's a lot of secrets here, and you know what? Wink, wink, wink. I like him. And then Joe he Paterno, didn't know what that went. Can I
0: just say this? This is the craziest. That week is so crazy to look back on because everyone's like, uh, no one be mean to Joe Pa, and then everyone's like he covered up a bunch of kids getting brutally raped. So much and much, everyone was like, um, <laughs> "Like, but I he, like him." And they were he like,
1: covered it up like I get egg McMuffins. He did it twice a week.
0: He covered it up. Yeah, of course. And you, and he lied about it much like sometimes he made egg them McMuffins. himself
1: because he likes them so much and he's on a budget.
0: Exactly correct. Sometimes. And by the way, Joe Paterno's entire reason for covering it up, which is it would interfere with me coaching football, and everyone. It took them so long to be like, "Yeah, that's a bad reason." Is Penn State a Catholic school, though? No, hmm. it's a, I, I believe it's a sen- state school. It and is it's Pennsylvania State, therefore cannot be a Catholic school.
1: I don't know how the U.S. does schools anyway. So, but I just want to say this for Lex Luger. So he goes to Pedophile U. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he goes to PU. Then he goes to. He gets transferred to the University of Miami and gets oh, kicked no. out of the he University of pedophile. Miami oh, for no. partying for he said off the field incidents to put that in perspective i guess this was the 80s but the university of miami basically was like you can do absolutely anything you want as long as you are good at football but he gets kicked out of a place where it's like known for partying for basically doing
0: some fucked up shit basically so what he you're saying to is Tech. this is lex luger's cr- college career two years spent at pedophile university two years spent at cocaine university now he's rick flair Come it's on. not even two years, though. Come and on. then he goes to Georgia
1: Tech, which is Holy like... Holy
0: shit. We're which gonna... is
1: like... these are, But these are all really legacy joke. programs. These are all legacy programs. So it's like, he's good enough for football. The people just keep on transferring him to like, well, yeah, he fucked up there, but maybe he can be our starter because he's fucking awesome. Like... That's how good this dude was at football. He definitely was not... He's more along the lines of Vader than... Here's
0: what no one talks about. He was essentially just the guy that will always be fighting for the world championship but never win the world championship for fucking 10 years. Like, that guy was... But that's how you keep a guy like that around. Like, you never give him the full spotlight. I completely agree, but what I'm saying is, is, yeah, no shit he's an amazing athlete. Like, it's one of those things where it's like we kind of don't look at it in the way that we should, but it's like, this guy is... Like, from a pure out of the box wrestling standpoint, is phenomenal. Like, yeah, his matches aren't great, but they're also not like, they're not shit. Like, he's gonna, he bury ups the moves. Like, he would be the fucking heavy of the Bullet Club or the Elite or the fucking Blood Table or whatever the fuck they're called in Bloodline. The Blood Table pretty good. The, the Blood Table, the used uh, table. Yeah, it's a used table that Roman sits at. and, and The eats, vintage table. He, exactly. He eats meat with, with Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman's into keto, which he thinks is just eating a lot of raw meat. Shirtless.
1: <laughs> I've just won this match. Now let's treat the screws on this to remove the rust from this vintage table, as is my gimmick woodworker.
0: Yeah. Hello, everyone. I am Roman Reigns, the head of the literal table. What that means now is time to build me a chair so I can sit at the head mm. of my table. That will be, of course, happening during hours two and three of Raw. See you tomorrow.
1: I, of course, restore old wood that I find on the street, which is a heel character. For some reason, we have literally run out of ideas. It's not even interesting anymore. no is drama. My name is Bob
0: Vila. This is, this, is your, this Old House, which actually takes place during the third hour of Monday Night Raw. No one knows it. They fully just show a brand new episode of This Old House with Bob Vila. You know, what I would really love to do is if
1: I got Like, if for some reason they were like, Dylan, you uh, won a contest and you get to spend a day with Vince McMahon, I would spend that entire day showing him unboxing videos and just showing how many people watch unboxing videos to see if the next week on Raw, Roman Reigns would just be like, I'm going to, I'm so mad at you. First, I'm going to open this. Old Lando Calrissian action figure very slowly and talk about what's in the box. <laughs> just see if like all three hours of Raw were just every single character. Like Mojo Raleigh is gonna open this new microphone.
0: Like that would be sick. Yeah, exactly. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the fifth hour of Friday Night SmackDown. <laughs> Bobby Lashley is reading the instructions to a Xerox printer he bought in two thousand four. <laughs> oh, it has no scanner. But let's I'll- see how
1: it. Still it does it still hold up hang on, or after hang on. the
0: break. Hang on, am I supposed to align the paper and then print? Or will it automatically align before I print?
1: Costs you eighty cents to call in. To
0: <laughs> direct Bobby Flashley <laughs> on how to do this.
1: Anyway, so Lex Luger uh gets into uh gets into pro wrestling because he goes to professional football and you know what they don't care about professional football is crimes. Um, Did not. He plays in the USFL. So basically, there was this crazy thing where it was like, "Fuck!" I think it was the Tampa Bay Bandits. But the USFL, like the 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 uh, closing in the USFL, basically gave like four world champions to wrestling, um, which was I think Steve. I think Doctor Death also was on the Tampa Bay Bandits. The closing
0: of the USFL. Get ready for this. Has now brought us four wrestling world champions and a United States senator candidate. Wasn't Herschel Walker also in the USFL? Wasn't oh like, yeah, draw Herschel. Oh, he was the big draw. Yeah, um, yeah, he I mean, was the like he won a Heisman and went to the USFL and not the NFL. Which now looking back, we're like, oh, I guess Herschel Walker had CTE even then.
1: Oh man, uh, Herschel Walker is also insane because like he's the classic. Um, he's the classic guy who like thinks he had it rough but like literally is like oh I got this crazy physique and you can look him up look him up and see his MMA fights where which were in his late 40s or look at the man now he is a fucking god and he n- claims to have never touched a weight he's one of those guys and it's like he has the type of body where t- doesn't matter if he does steroids it's insane even if that's achievable doing steroids you have the craziest genetics ever and he like ran like a four second 40 at all this shit um and is like no you fucking work for what you get it's like or if even if herschel walker had my diet he still would have been a professional athlete
0: oh yeah if herschel walker ate the way that like i eat to give myself the diarrhea that gives me a boner he'd still <laughs> probably have made it to Forcible he would have played diarrhea. for the ottawa 67s no problem
1: <laughs> the Ottawa Sixty Sevens. Yeah, this guy yeah, yeah. would have been. I don't think so. I think he would have been like, "Hey, I don't." Also, I guess just not drinking and doing that too. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, Herschel Walker is running for the Senate, the U.S. Senate, and keeps or keeps making up businesses and charities. Yeah, I donated to this charity. It was called uh, the Green Blue Charity, and they're like, "That doesn't exist." And he's like, "Oh, buddy, you know what else doesn't exist? Shut the fuck up." Brand new charity here.
1: Uh, brand new charity. Sorry. A uh, brand new political party called the New Blue, and they just like uh they just don't want you to vaccinate you election in ontario new blue non-vaccinated the new blue candidate was like basically because it's their first election coming around from house to house dropping off pamphlets and stuff and uh he was like do you want to talk and i said no and he was he was a chunko, and he had a cane, and he's against like vaccinations and everything. I'm like, well, I guess if you, I guess if this guy didn't die, <laughs> out,
0: that's fine. If that guy didn't die in COVID, then he might be onto something. I completely agree with you. There's a couple of people who are like, wait, yeah. you don't believe in the vaccine and you're still here? Yeah, this may actually have. There might be some, um, there might be some fucking fluid to this fucking pus <laughs> bag.
1: And also, like, he's one of those guys who like, like when I, I'm. Like I'm, I'm still Chunko, and like I'm very lumpy. But he somehow has like a fucking perfectly rounded stomach. Let me finish, and the tiniest little waist. And you can tell he tucks his fucking shirt into his goddamn is. pants, even though the tuck, the amount of shirt, is like maybe two centimeters of shirt you know being tucked also, you know he's like he can't a move. He can't straighten it up, or else <laughs> it flies oh, yeah. out, and he just his oh, somehow his penis flies out. I don't know the math behind it, but is fucking weenie flies out, and it's probably. There is
0: nothing more fucking. Try and look away, than when someone's shirt, their gut is below. Oh, their yes. shirt. It's oh, yes. impossible. Like it's, get. It looks bad. It looks bad, but it's also it's un. It's mesmerizing. Just you. It's like the opposite
1: of cleavage. Exactly. It's like as as attractive as cleavage is to absolutely everyone on earth. It's that is like. I want to crawl into a hole and die on your behalf.
0: I want to b- yeah, bury right. me in sand, bury me in dirt, bury me into something else. I don't bear want to be scorpions, bury me in scorpions. Even to make this even more memorable. Do not worry. I will not forget. Let me say this also <laughs> um, about uh, Lex Luger. When not in the USFL, he also joins the uh, green Bay pay uh, green Bay hackers, a noted organization that loves a, a wild player currently
1: oh yeah they currently First have aaron Rodgers, a man a so mesmerizing
0: everyone yep. calls him the best quarterback of all time even though mm-hmm. he can not get a fucking super bowl appearance to save his fucking life and where i come he won from a super bowl mm, not recently <laughs> that's the thing i was like oh
1: yeah he's a choke artist but like he also won anyway when though everyone says like it was many years ago
0: it wasn't during who cares this- yes i care
1: why it's Why just, is this a pro football podcast now?
0: It's only because I just find I just I Aaron Rodgers, however you feel about the vaccine, I just found when he was like, Yeah, I'm inoculated. I just wanted to be like, fuck you, Aaron. Fuck you, you little Him bitch. Think being,
1: yeah, he thinks of being slick. Like that's yeah. the most egregious thing where it's like, you think you're that's being the, slick, motherfucker. Exactly. Bitch you think ass you're pussy. fucking cool.
0: Yeah. I got you don't you do you're you're a fucking football player. You're not smooth. You've never bitch. had to flirt with a girl. This is how pussy. Aaron Rodgers
1: yeah, that's true. Flirt with a girl.
0: I have a penis that wants to go in your wet thing.
1: Quarterback million. Yeah. Suck now.
0: Yeah. Quarterback. Quarterback million. I've got tie-dyed products that I wear as clothes, so people think that I'm fucking cool. Fuck me now. Now I want to fuck. Handsome.
1: Athletic. Never had to learn how to read. Yeah. Suck now.
0: I'm Dan Marino. I don't know who that is. Time to suck my ass. I would (laughs) would pay so much for an Ace Ventura remake that it stars Aaron Rodgers but the whole thing is that he just has to get vaccinated at the end of it
1: real vaccine i would i would like a uh, aaron Rodgers' ace of mature remake but it's just fucking me and aaron Rodgers fucking
0: yeah i feel like would then you I'd have, wear a hawaiian would shirt you have penetrative uh penetrative sex while wearing a hawaiian shirt with aaron rogers if he was vaccinated buttoned or unbuttoned great question unbuttoned yours buttoned his
1: yeah, because I'm putting more effort in. No, of course, I do it the opposite way. I'm buttoned up because I don't need to fucking do shit, and he's unbuttoned because he's like, I hope I, I really want to impress this guy.
0: No, but wait, who's being, uh, who's pounding, and who's doing the pounding? We switch. Oh, you're gonna sw- you're gonna be versatile. We're on but-
1: we're on an even playing field here. There's That's no fair. like gender roles. Don't try and ruin me and Aaron Rodgers' sexual relationship with your fucking who's pounding who gender roles. I agree John. with you. I'm
0: sorry. My pounding gen- uh, my pounding paradigm is very twenty nineteen. <laughs> Oh, yeah, your pound a dime. Yeah, my get pound out of
1: the '90s. Get out of the '90s with your I'd fuck that guy, but he has to be the girl.
0: I, I think isn't... I I I will get out of the '90s. And thank you, Dylan. You want to know why I like this podcast? Because mm-hmm. you call me on my shit. <laughs>
1: what was the uh what was the thing i really like when stand-ups would be like i'm not gay but and then they would do a joke about how they think of celebrity is attractive and i always wanted to be like i'm not gay but and then just be like craft dinner is too expensive nowadays and everyone would be like what <laughs> just to constantly be like i'm not gay but also do you guys see the news anyway yeah i'm voting for that guy There was a comedian not that gay is,
0: that is now dead and this was his heckle put down mm-hmm you're lucky I'm not gay, or I would call you that. And then he dropped that word, and it was just one of the most like, yeah, yeah, why, yeah, like, yeah, 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 like, yeah, 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 yeah gay. Uh oh. Okay, so I was at. Uh,
1: I mean, this is just a chat episode now, isn't it? Whatever. Anyway, no, no,
0: we're we're getting back to uh, we're getting back to Lex Luger. It's because you wanted to talk about his football career. That's not what people came here for. They came here for when he goes into the NWA it's and important
1: sucks. coloring of who this guy is, because oh, when he God, runs out he of that cage with it. Bruiser Brody you think this pussy-ass bitch football player is a clitty-clitty bang-bang, but he was always the, like, dangerous athletic dude, and then he comes across Bruiser Brody, and essentially uh these colors do run.
0: Yeah, basically, well, no, what it is is it's it's actual athlete versus carnival wrestler boy. This is the difference. His, yes. Like, Lex Luger is used to, like, yeah, he's doing pills, yeah, he's partying. What were you going to say before the chat episode when we get back to Lex Luger? I want to know what you were going to say. I hadn't lost it. I have no idea. Okay. Um, What I will say is that Lex Luger is that thing of like, well, we're in here. We're cooperating. This isn't a real sport, so it doesn't really matter. And Bruiser Brody's like, you don't understand. I was a typesetter for a newspaper in San Antonio, and now I've got a kid and a woman with a fat bush. I'm here to make cash. Get the (laughs) fuck out of my way.
1: Yeah, take my shit seriously because people still think this is real.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I'm smart enough to know that you're going to take this seriously. And also, I don't want no fucking pretty boy around here fucking this up. So I'm going to make sure that you are marked. Bitch. And
1: Bruiser Brody. What I do not like, though,
0: is Is that. Bruiser Brody's kind of just a dick. Like, it's also like, it's not fucking Lex Luger's fault. He's a bully, yeah. Yeah, it's the fucking. Because what it actually came down to is he had a giant fucking ding dong with stupid fucking um, Bill Watts and. Uh, Buck Robley over this thing. It was a whole fucking... He was part of a power struggle between the Blanchards and the Wattses over like the Houston territory, which culminated in this. It was a whole thing that had nothing to do with Lex Luger, and yet Lex Luger gets tarred and feathered with the whole thing, where it's just Bruiser Brody being a dick, taking it out on Lex Luger, when... Here's the thing with Bruiser Brody is, yeah, he was a standoffish asshole who really fucking stuck it to the fucking booking office. But I've worked with these type of people, too, is they always have a way of creating collateral damage where their Mm -hmm. aim is true and they have great virtue. But it's always like to make sure that there wouldn't be any more starving kids. I killed a bunch of black guys. You're like, well, that's still not. That's an interesting example. Yeah, I
1: think where maybe where you're going with this is. They do that, but then everyone else suffers because the bucking office or the head of the company yeah. getting shown up by that wrestler who now gets to leave has to make new rules to basically reassert their dominance over the current wrestlers who are just it's, like trying to exactly have a good what time. I'm
0: it's exactly what I'm saying. Lex yeah. like Lex Luger has been has been painted as a bitch ever since that moment and it was he had nothing to do with that and it wasn't his fault. He was just doing his job. He could have also just been like, I don't want to deal with this.
1: And like, also, probably he's a couple years into wrestling. And he's like, Why the fuck does everyone take this bullshit so fucking seriously?
0: Yeah. This guy doesn't have fucking abs. I've got abs. Got My name is Lawrence abs. Wendell Fole. I am a Packer. Hey, everybody. Just a quick
1: break. Whoa. To thank you guys for donating to Patreon. If you go on to patreon.com backslash wrestler review. We have many many options such as brand new untouched episodes. So far we've recorded episodes about Chris Benoit, Jimmy Snuka. We took a, real, a a break from Evil People and and talked about One Man Gang. And really fun people like that. That's for 5 bucks a month you get access to a whole library of 40, I'm just guessing, 40 extra episodes, including some watch-alongs of Hogan Knows Best. We've done a lot of fun stuff. We're yep, operating yep. our page. Yep. Meow. And uh, thank you so much. 10 bucks gets you access to the video if you want to see what two ugly people look
0: like. Everyone, come over to my place. Sleep with me.
1: 20 and $25 gets you picking which wrestler you want us to review. Thanks so much for listening again. We love you. Lay down on a bed of roses. Yes, I did remove all the thorns. Lex Luger got his name because he likes Lex Luther, and to honor his German heritage, which is always good, he picked the Luger from Guns. Did you know that, John?
0: I did know that. I also watched one of the most awkward interviews of, which is uh, post-Pills super sad Christian Lex Luger, appearing on the uh, the. Uh, the Seven Hundred Club with Pat Robertson. Really? Oh, Dylan, it's very good. Do they agree that you have to nuke the gays or whatever? Well, of course. That's the first ten minutes, and then the next ten are just Pat. Uh, Pat Robertson starts the interview with this. So Lex Luthor, he was a bad, he was a friend of Batman's, but you're not. You're Lex Luger, named after the German gun. And then he's like, "Oh, how'd you know that?" And he goes, "I read your book." And then, then, then you're just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> "All right, ha. so much." so much rapport in this interview i believe
1: i do like that pat robertson is like not into like the bullshit gossip of wrestling he's like oh that's how he came up with his name end of book
0: yeah and that's by the <laughs> way what he took away from the book this book is about how lex luger was a cure, uh, accused of murdering one of the most beloved figures in wrestling and basically squandered opportunity after opportunity opportunity by having a bad attitude what does fucking ghoulish skeletor like pat robertson take away from it and he's just like your name's after a gun. I like guns. I'm tired. There
1: is something really funny in that, like he always squandered all these opportunities. And in wrestling, since everyone is just, <laughs> if you're looking at the fucking ready to fight scale, everyone in the 80s and 90s is always at a nine. <laughs> since he uh, he doesn't have the I'll beat you up card, he just has to pull the like, huh, <laughs> like the fucking toddler.
0: That's so huh. funny. Yeah, Le- Lex you know? Luger's move is like, uh, I don't think we'll be ending with the torture rack. Oh, really? Well, I'm gonna go tell. Eric.
1: Yeah, when it was like, I'll beat the shit out of you because he was like, dude, this guy ran a four 6. 40 at two hundred thirty five pounds, which now isn't impressive, but back then, pretty impressive.
0: He's, like he's a in very, his late seventies. He, he was in a variety of different professional sports leagues. Like the guy is definitely a quality athlete, and then just. Like, it's just one of those weird things of, like, explain to me why, especially in his early career, he was as hated as he was, but he was considered to be such a piece of shit.
1: Because yeah, it's jealousy. First of all, it's jealousy. Second of all, it's like wrestling isn't set up. Wrestling isn't set up like it is now where you can make a ton of money just being Mr. Midcard. Like, you know, at any second, any of these crazy people could be like, Ah, uh, my son just turned 10. So he's going to be the fucking TV champ. Everybody jobbed in my son. So it's like, you're always on this like weird tenuous ground.
0: Yeah. It's also like when he shows up, I didn't realize he basically, he, he, he was uh, trained by hero Matsuda bear in mind. Hero Matsuda is the guy that broke Hulk Hogan's leg when he was uh, training. And apparently mm-hmm. he talked a lot about hearing about WrestleMania and his run up to starting to train. Clearly what it is, is football's not worked out. He heard from someone in the locker room. You can do this. Hero <laughs> Matsuda did not break his leg, but just made him do a lot of running according to all of his shoot interviews. Like, for some reason, Lex cannot let go the fact that they would do cardio uh, mixed with weights as an exercise. Like you'd be because like, because he was liked
1: a... being juicy. Yeah, okay? it was. Ju- That's not something that me and as a guy who's like pretty much physically exactly like Lex Luger in nineteen eighty four. You are,
0: yeah. You I need to. You, do- I think you're. I think five by
1: five, and then you yeah. need to maintain the gains i don't even turn my head to look at my son uh, if i hear choking i say someone else has to deal with that i don't want to burn the muscles in my neck on turning my head
0: that is true dylan's um dylan has told his entire friends and family he's like anything that happens it has to happen directly in front of me i am not affecting these muscle groups
1: exactly so if you watch me eat my wife literally opens and closes my mouth for me because i don't want to burn the mouth cardio
0: dylan travels with a lazy susan and if he has to make a turn he stands on it and someone someone turns him east he only turns east
1: (laughs) yeah west is you you turn west you've pretty much given up having laughs well
0: as you explained you're like west rhymes with breast i don't want those i will
1: not be cucked by estrogen
0: exactly yeah
1: Oh, so what food would you like best? Oh, you mean most? Because I don't say things that rhyme with breast almost. Oh,
0: wait a minute. Yeah, exactly. Does most? Yeah. Would you like some yeast? That's close. <laughs> too close to say. Yeah, too close to say, but I am acknowledging nice try. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he gets into
1: pro wrestling. Uh, he got an off-season opportunity. So this is an interesting part of wrestling history that we don't really talked about at all, which is like... I mean, the last guy to do it was Kevin Green and all the WCW football players. But guys used to, as early as 25 years ago, during the offseason of professional football, be professional wrestlers for a Absolutely. hot minute.
0: The, the most famous one you would all know is George the Animal Steel, who was a fucking like high school football coach. Yeah. And then would just be the student in the summers for the Sheik Under a Mask. Mm-hmm. To yeah. the point that he was on WWTV and it was only WrestleMania that basically outed him as a wrestler.
1: Yeah, cuz like it's like a weird thing, which is very interesting that it's like a weird thing that like wrestling pre internet the best analogy for what being internet famous is was probably being a wrestler. Whereas yeah. like a guy like Lex Luger is so famous to like me and John and everyone else. You know what? Lex Luger honestly had a memorable name. It's because he flew in the face of the Cornet rule. I don't know if the Cornette rule or if it's an everyone rule where you don't have two gimmick names. Like, you know, cause Luger and Lex are both gimmick names, and somehow Lex Luger still worked. Even though it just like is a like he the way he looks and the way he everything about him is like this is a isn't male like his porn name star. should
0: have been like like Lex Lowenstein or <laughs> Lowenstein would have been great or jack luger you know what i'm saying jack luger's a pretty dope name
1: that's off the top that's
0: a great yeah, name again but it's no fucking lex luger Ju- juicy jack luger oh my god juicy jack luger i wouldn't I, let me tell you who's not murdering miss elizabeth in a townhouse in atlanta that's juicy jack um yeah uh, his thing luger. is he
1: comes out to the ring he cuts a peach in half and then he sticks his tongue in it and he goes i eat pussy
0: yeah that's true um and also he finishes uh every match by just uh, uh putting a towel on the opponent they go why is it wet in that manner and
1: then they die <laughs> adrian cronk friend of the show came up with a great character which was guy who went to space and fucked an alien and now he thinks earth everyone on earth is fucking disgusting and his shirt would be earth pussy is dirt pussy <laughs> <laughs> All it's a real like, shame. Shikara. Everyone in the Milky Way galaxy is fucking disgusting. Boo.
0: <laughs> it's a real shame Shikara is gone because that would be that that would be their biggest heel
1: earth he's, pussy is dirt pussy
0: he's fa- he's fucked an alien and now he's here <laughs> oh my he God. got
1: probed he started liking it turned it around fucked the alien and then it was like i'm gonna go down to earth and tell everyone how fucking dope it is in your fucking alien butt. imagine for
0: imagine literally fucking an alien and then ending up at the ecw arena like- <laughs> <laughs> this is more dangerous
1: than being an alien yeah. here I was an alien I was an alien on their world and now they for sure because I've tanned too well view me as an illegal alien
0: yeah why did I why did I feel so at home with a bling now and yet I feel so far away here in Philadelphia and mm-hmm. then a guy holding a cheesecake or uh, a cheesecake yeah holding you know a, cheesecake a cheesecake up? <laughs> fuck yeah Yeah, I love I'm, gonna, this shit. I'm gonna fuck your mom on these carbs <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh yeah a bunch of sugar then i fucking beat off in the restroom so it smells like come and piss anyway what was what am i at
0: i'm gonna say this right now uh this is the first of our three part on lex luger ladies and gentlemen lex sure. luger is trained by a hero matt suda but let me tell you who's not the hero Uh, That is uh, the Graham family who have uh, continued to uh, kill themselves uh, well into the 90s. But at this time, it's just Eddie that had topped himself. Um, Dusty Rhodes took off with a fuckload of talent and Dutch Mantel uh, popped in to try and fucking stop the bleeding. Um, Lex Luger made his in-ring debut in September of 1985 uh, alongside Percy Pringle and Rick fucking Rude. He wrestled for CWF, Championship Wrestling from Florida, um, getting his first victory one month later on Halloween of 1985 against Coca Samoa and later won the Southern Heavyweight Championship from Wahoo McDaniel. Wahoo McDaniel, after the match pissed on Lex Luger's car to (laughs) quote-unquote re-get his alpha and get his heat back. I mean, I would believe Uh, Wahoo, by the way, of course, objected to it and was goaded into performing by Matsuda, who needled Wahoo by asking if he thought he wasn't up to the task of making Luger look good. By 1986, um, um, uh, Lex Luger had his first child named Brian. Uh, Mm -hmm. He said he was happy and then continued to, I assume, cheat on his wife while touring as a pro wrestler. He feuded with Barry Windham in a most boring how is this match going to go discussions before the match uh, and also against Sir Oliver Humperdink's uh, team of Bull Gartner and Kareem Muhammad, as well as the White Ninja. D- that's this- some guys that we need to revisit, because there's no
1: way Bull Gartner isn't like somehow more racist than I think Kareem Muhammad and the White Ninja are.
0: Yeah, and there's also no way that Kareem Muhammad isn't just Lex Luger in uh, what... <laughs> Kareem
1: Muhammad was 100% Bill Dundee.
0: Yeah, it was 100% Bill Dundee and was 100% the gimmick was just uh him but he went actually it's Kareem. No, he just went I'm fucking I'm fucking I'm fucking Muslim and I fucking suck. <laughs> That's what the yeah. whole <laughs> Oh god, probably accurate. Uh <laughs> but September- he used
1: words worse than that. This is the crazy thing though. One year anniversary of him being in the ring, uh, he wrestles Ric Flair to a 60 minute draw. Of course, people fucking hated this guy.
0: He's- yeah, of course, people fucking hated him. But also, they, it's that interesting thing if they're like, it's fucking bullshit that that happened. It's like, I can see why they did it. They're trying to save championship wrestling from Florida. The territories are fucked. Um, besides Jimmy Crockett, none of them are making financial fucking windfall. And this guy looks like Hulk Hogan. So put the fucking, put him in the fucking top match. I don't want to fucking tell you.
1: Yeah, and there's a lot of guys like this in these territories that are dying. Like this is how Stone Cold Steve Austin comes in. It's just Stone Cold This is Steve. how
0: everyone good this is basically everyone from the Monday Night Wars debuts while they're either shutting WCCW yeah. down yeah. or while one of the Graham family members are going, uh, do you know where there's a wobbly chair in a garage that doesn't open? Don't ask me any questions. But it's like the just
1: guys like Austin. Guys like Luger who do look a lot more sim a lot similar than you'd think because they're both long blonde hair and they have fucking big old muscles. Oh and um, juicy
0: fucking buns.
1: But just like the fucking difference in the way they look versus the like years old territory wrestlers who are like, This is a garbage man who other garbage men are like, you should stop smoking cigarettes.
0: Yeah, exactly. And in this corner, a guy who's wearing a humidor so he knows where he kept his fucking food he eats <laughs> cigars it's bill but like who Primin. who do
1: you think popularized pants was was tights like was that
0: um it's bobby eaton bobby eaton popularized it bobby eaton popularized that before that they were like it's fun to see the people's knees and they saw bobby eaton's knees and they're like how do you have boring Blah. knees yeah Blah. oh your ankle Blah, your ankles Blah, your ankles but
1: like a guy like like my point is like lex luger that there's a guy that's in trunks for a reason he's got the definition he's got the tan whatever i'd assume if when i'd assume when lex luger takes his penis out his penis also has a picture perfect spray tan and then you're looking at a guy like ronnie garvin who's like yeah i got nice calves and then the rest is just pretty much a bunch of oatmeal that you half cooked and threw on the ground
0: Here's what I would say about Lex Luger's penis. And finally, we're getting to the fucking heavy shit.
1: Can you turn your camera down so we can see your beautiful face?
0: Is this better? Did I fix it?
1: No. Did I fix it? (laughs) Get it? (laughs) Get my joke? That was good.
0: Um, Here's my fucking point about Lex Luger's fucking penis. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking big head, thin shaft, big balls. Really? Yeah.
1: Thin head. Big shaft, big balls. See, I would wager everything that Wahoo McDaniel's penis has hair coming up the shaft.
0: I agree with you completely. It's also hooved. Sure. Yeah, he's got hooves on his dick. <laughs> um, does anyone else really feel like Wahoo McDaniel's penis has the same uh, gigging scars that his forehead does? Uh, uh, if I get uh, if I get color up here, I get color down there. I live the ma- gimmick. Live the gimmick.
1: Um. Me and my buddy used to make that joke about Steve Carino in, in high school, cause Carino, like no matter what, would just basically get color because his matches were like okay, but then he'd bleed a ton in ECW to be like, I'm the champ, I bleed a ton. It's like someone hits him with a low blow and he just starts cutting his dick, like,
0: I gotta get color for everything. <laughs> I gotta get color for everything this company's dying um, uh, Will me look will
1: me getting us kicked off of the Nashville network help? Maybe. The Nashville Network wouldn't let me uh, show uh, the address of some women that called me bitches in traffic. So uh, live at the ECW arena, I'm going to, for the first time, uh, I don't know. Slime Welcome to the ECW
0: bitch. arena. My dad said he wouldn't give me enough money for both garlic knots and pizza this Friday. Well, well, guess what, dad? I will be reading from your social security number right now on the roof of the ECW <laughs> arena. Also, someone send me enough money for garlic knots or Tommy Dreamer is going to become the world champion again. Here's what I want to say about... Um Uh, My dad tried to tell me that butter isn't a dip in the ECW arena. I was just at the ECW arena talking to Jim Cornette about how the one time I saw Jack Nicholson. This is one of the biggest lies. I want this to be so something that Jim Cornette. That Paul Heyman apparently claimed to Jim Cornette that he ran into Jack Nicholson at the China Club. And Jack Nicholson said to him, beware of the racket.
1: I mean, Jack Nicholson probably says weird shit to a lot of people.
0: (laughs) You know what I mean? There's no way
1: Jack Nicholson... Jack Nicholson, who basically is like, um, yeah, I had to quit acting. It was taking time away from having sex with prostitutes in lovely climates.
0: Yeah. uh, Would you like to know why I stopped acting in movies, which for the last 20 years of my career was just me pretending to be an old man in different parts of America? (laughs) Well, now I just want to hang out at Laker games with my son and sniff women's shoes. (laughs) um okay so this basically lex luger uh is the top of the fucking heap in fucking championship wrestling from florida it culminates in the bruiser brody cage match where bruiser brody's pissed off with management of championship wrestling from florida he just no sells and sits in the middle of the ring lex luger finally just fucking fucks off and jumps out of the fucking cage and leaves because what else is he going to fucking do they spoke afterwards according to lex and lex said from bruiser it was nothing personal and he was just sending a message to management here's the other thing is and that happened to another other wrestlers and they'd be like fucking brody but because it's lex everyone goes fuck this guy this is sort yeah. of a theme throughout his career which is lex is actually a pretty smart businessman and goes where he's needed he also by the way does actually draw and fill he felt like championship wrestling florida didn't shut down in this period people were still coming he was there for two enough years two two years He he was obviously um, a big enough sell. He's also immediately picked up by Jim Crockett Promotions after this because he's a hot boy who looks like what's popular right now in wrestling. I know everyone's angry about Mm. that, but that is the God's fucking honest truth. And he's
1: one of the dudes who helps change, like not everyone was so, so 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 jacked back then like you're talking about 88 to 90 that's when everyone gets absolutely fucking yeah 100 correct this is muddy. he's he's very much he's so like, like in there with the road warriors like the road yeah. warriors started luger's kind of like the tail end of it and the other thing is that he's a dude who is made recognizable by the after mags and is comes like into wcw over immediately because he's been wrestling for two years but it's like if you take a picture of lex luger then obviously you're like who the fuck is that guy yeah he jump he jumps off the page and it's that like ultimate warrior physical charisma and it's such an interesting question of like who would you rather have lex luger or the ultimate warrior or a guy basically who like comes in wins leaves not from a professional perspective, but like from a storytelling perspective, would you rather have like an Ultimate Warrior or Lex Luger, or a guy who comes in, wins, and leaves? I mean, maybe the best analogy for the Ultimate Warrior we said it before is like Goldberg, but then like mm-hmm. Lex Luger is almost like having Kane, like he yeah, is and like l- WCW Kane, where it's like, oh, we got to heat up Luger again because there's another promo happening, you
0: know? Yeah, I completely agree with you. The also the interesting thing about Luger is that he is the most steroided boy in the steroid time and is basically pushed to the top of the company while they're having the steroid trial. And it's this weird thing of no one acknowledges, like, oh, no one in wrestling does steroids anymore, except for definitely Lex Luger. But that's the whole thing with John Cena as well, is like, hey,
1: no one does steroids, look at our fucking champion, he's clearly juiced out of his fucking mind. Which is, brings us back to the Ryback episode, which is, like, there's kind of that hierarchy post-Benoit now, and, and like, Luger during the steroid trial, where it's like, Yeah, 99 or 95% of the roster can't look like they're on steroids, but we'll get one guy and he better fucking be worth it. Like, if we're going to fucking use the silver bullet of a guy basically being on steroids, he better be fucking worth it. And that's why Vince was so pissed at Luger. I think it was like, fuck, now we got this guy who, like, exposes us during this fucking trial and also he's not, like, that charismatic. But, like, the thing about Luger is he's pretty good at wrestling immediately like not actually good, like not Meltzer five star level good, but pretty good. He gets what's happening. He's an athletic guy, and then he just kind of stops because he's like, This is enough. I don't really need to be great at this. I'll just be good.
0: Yeah, that's basically it. He heads Which I heads respect. From, he heads from championship wrestling in Florida to Jim Crockett promotions. He's immediately put in the four horsemen. Ric Flair has never forgiven himself for allowing this to happen. That's fucking a bit much, Rick. Uh, yeah, he by the way gets the nickname the Total Package and um, begins using the uh human torture rack as a backbreaking finishing maneuver. Um uh Dusty and an unnamed technician came up with uh, Lex using the torture rack when brainstorming uh storing uh brainstorming ideas for his moveset. Great move. Uh it is a great move. Um but the one thing is, you can't do it to everyone, but it's interesting who he was able to do it to and how fucking good he made it look.
1: He can almost do it to everyone because it is also like much like the attitude adjustment, it's the easiest way to lift someone. Absolutely. Because it's essentially a fireman's carry. And like when I just watched his match with Diesel for the IC title and getting ready for this, and he puts Diesel on the rack. And the weird thing about it is, he can do it to people, but it's hard on a guy like Nash because like he actually is for sure hurting Nash because he can't do it where like with fat guys, the way you do the torture rack obviously is their stomach is towards like behind your head and you're racking them like that. Yeah. But like that requires core strength on the level of the fat guy. So it's like, if you're going to do that to everybody, then he'll have them basically belly up on his shoulders and actually doing this like jumping up and down, kind of like fake putting pressure on their neck and their legs. First of all, it's a great pro wrestling move because, like, good luck putting that on somebody. But if you do put it on somebody, it's going to fucking kill them. That's right. Perfect pro wrestling. You want to kill them. (laughs) And secondly, um, it looks better when it's on big guys because it looks like you're hurting them way fucking more rather than a jobber.
0: 100%. The other thing with it is is it is one of those moves that you can do it to most people, but people Mm. will be like,
1: can he actually get someone in that? But he could totally, because all he has to be able to do is this, because even if it's a big guy, it's like, you just like, Yokozuna is out of ideas. He's going to the
0: rope. It is also weird that he did not go to, he did not use this as his main move in the WWE. It's very weird that he never did. Instead, they focus on the fact that he had a...
1: We'll get into why that is in the second part.
0: Oh, why don't you... Legit,
1: I don't know it yet.
0: uh, It'll be the third part based... No, it'll be the second part based on how... It'll be on the 11th part. We're doing a full year of Lex Luger. Surprise. Mm. See ya. We'll get to the, we'll revisit the torture rack uh, this time next year when we get back to it. Let's take every day of Lex Luger's life. Mm -hmm. We're going to do a dieting
1: episode and we're going to diet like Lex Luger. Exactly. We're going to, we're going to lose that. John, let's diet. Let's legit. We're going to lose 135
0: pounds in one second. That's right. We're going to kill a lady.
1: Let's fucking look up what Lex Luger's diet was, do it for one week,
0: see how swole we get. Perkadan. It was Perkadan. Just do pergadam. No, you don't do the pills. You just do the eating, you No, bitch. I'm doing all the pills as well. The pills had to have played a part. That's
1: the other thing about Luger. On roids, 100%. But did he eat to maintain the roided up body? 100%. And that's what you're supposed to do. You got to eat well, too. You don't just do the roids.
0: All right, diet is fucking half the fucking battle, bitch. It's not half. It's like
1: fucking 70 Yeah, it is 70%. Did you know that? Coming to this podcast with me... And you can hear I have a gunt. Anyway, he feuded with Nikita Koloff. Where do you want to Where do you want to end off here?
0: We're gonna end somewhere. Let's end with um, Let's end in '89. We'll end when he wins the United States Championship at the Shy Town Rumble, which is very easy. We'll just sort of uh, talk about his first little bit in Jim Crockett, and then we'll, do we'll that now. we're doing so, that right. now. I uh, know. He basically comes yeah. in as the total package. Oh, my God. It's 1987 for Jim Ooh. Crockett. What a time. He thinks he's making all this money, but his accountant hasn't told him shit. Ric Flair's buying jets and having sex with all sorts of people, also being an asshole. Um, Lex, Kretz... Ric-
1: interesting point, I think, uh, uh, Go ahead. I want to make to cut you off. Apologies. Given what you know about the Watts roster, do you think that those contracts and everything was kind of worth it? Because... What do you like, mean? So, the Watts roster has Sting and Luger, who become the like faces of WCW. So, like, yeah,
0: I, oh, as an investment, it's a good investment. I actually, yeah, the way you're presenting it, as an investment, it was a great investment. Did they get what they wanted out of it? No, but they and were the never going to.
1: Oh, sorry, Rick Steiner, apologies, was in there too. Yes, continue though.
0: They never got, like, it's one of those things where it's just, they didn't set it up properly. It's mm. continuing and forever will be the main problem with it. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I mean, Luger debuts and exactly. Uh, he becomes the total package, which is a fucking great nickname. And um, he was booked as an associate to the Four Horsemen, which is like, this dude basically came into wrestling, was like, okay, that's how you body slam a guy. They let him beat Wahoo McDaniel, who's like a fucking territory draw. <laughs> Which 100% Ric Flair must have been pissed off because...
0: Like, oh, 100%. 100% Ric Flair's pissed off about this. He's 100% mm-hmm. that he has to fucking teach this new fucking guy shit. Mm-hmm. He's also, I guarantee, upset that a girl was like, who's that when talking to Rick? And 100%. he was just like, if you'll excuse me, I'm off to beat uh, Ole Anderson's son to death. What? Why? That I is something... said,
1: get up. But that is something that I don't think is visited a lot, which is Ric Flair in the early 80s... Is one of the more muscular guys on Jim Crockett Television, and then you basically bring in the Bill Watts roster, and he looks like he has boobs now. Like, because Ric Flair, like obviously Ric Flair always really interesting. Yeah, why have we not thought about this? Keep going. You're so fucking right. Because that's one thing when you watch like 70s and 80s wrestling, you don't really realize it's like, and even now, like Ric Flair looked dumb in the 90s because everyone was juiced and fucking whatever but like even if you looked at it now if you took like rick flair's body from 1985 or even like the early 90s and put it on television now it wouldn't look weird at all because like he has big biceps do you know what i mean like i yeah. don't know if rick flair ever did steroids or something he probably did just to like fill out and whatever but like then luger and rick steiner and sting come through and um of course you have nikita um, and the Road Warriors and all that stuff. I guess that's the first really wave. So I, that is the first wave of people who kind of make him look small and whatever. But like mm. you're kind of filling up your roster with people who
0: make your like number one A draw kind of look shitty. What's also strange is also the people that the number one A draw signal out for being the problem. In that he loves the Road Warriors because he could beat the Road Warriors. He's not going to love. He's going to love Sting because Sting is a young guy who's going to be malleable. He's not going to love Lex Luger because Lex Luger's going to come in and be like, talk to my agent. And Ric Flair's like, wait a minute. If this guy's figured out that we could just have suits, then I don't... God damn it. You know what I mean? Like,
1: there's everything about the, him... It's the Triple H thing. Sorry to cut you off, but like, it's the Triple H thing where it's like, Triple H didn't like Val Venus or Chris Jericho. Why? They both had long blonde hair. And like, yeah, of course he likes things. He's got blonde spiky hair. The Road Warriors, spiky hair, face paint. All three of these people, although they are jacked as hell, even Rick Steiner... All these guys jacked as hell, they look really visibly different than Ric Flair, and then you get a guy like Lex Luger where it's like, no, they don't look alike, but like if you were to describe if two people committed a crime they and it had long blonde hair and big muscles, they'd both be brought in for questioning, if that makes any sense.
0: Yeah, I do know exactly what you mean. Uh what you're saying is that Lex Luger killed Miss Elizabeth and should die in jail for it. Yeah, I'm villain. I think that that is an incorrect statement. I think the police did a good thorough investigation, but I understand that you quote unquote are a dog for justice. Oh, 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 oh. I am
1: the hounds of justice and my my triple power bomb is going into your house and eating slightly more
0: food than you thought I would eat. That's correct. Dylan, when he is a house guest, you cannot plan your food plan for the week. I thought we had pasta. Mm. I had that for lunch. Yeah, exactly. I eat just enough of the bag where you can pour
1: a little bit in a bowl so you can have like eight chips at the end. That's who I am. And that's yeah, exactly. I and that's my real yeah, you. Character.
0: You have left just enough oat milk in the container that it's. It makes sense you didn't throw, you didn't tell anyone, but also go fuck yourself. Yeah, my
1: heel character is that I'm over at your house and I talk about what porn I like in mixed company.
0: Of course. Well, if you're at my house, that's probably because there's porn on.
1: I just don't know why there's
0: not a reality Queens, too. Yeah. Welcome to my dinner party. Today, we'll be, be screening uh, Lisa Ann Does the Bang Bus.
1: <laughs> yeah, she, the bus, and her have sex. They put a dildo yeah. on the bus. It's very... I'm going to say this right
0: now. You clearly have not been keeping up with Bang Bus if you think that they have stooped that low. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry, John. Um, Thank thank you for apologizing. You want to know what got me through COVID? That was making sure that I saw from beginning to end, not jacking, just because of the plot, every episode of Bang Bus. (laughs)
1: Lex Luger negotiates a deal for $350,000 first-class travel, And um, that's a three-year deal with WCW, and it's a $350,000
0: minimum as well. And this was the worst thing he's ever done because literally people then became his enemy.
1: Yeah, and also, he just strikes me as a guy who wouldn't actively be mean, but also, like, that weird Undertaker thing where it's like, you gotta go say hi to everybody.
0: Oh, fuck the Undertaker? The Undertaker? Let me tell you what the Undertaker was I'm doing. I'm so excited the- to
1: do an Undertaker episode where it's like, I'm so glad that guy finally spoke in public, because I knew he was a cunt, and now I get to fucking
0: back. Oh, yeah. It's also, he's exactly the cunt that both you and I hate, which is the, like, uh, let me tell you about this. And it's like... Uh, you're not a doctor you should not be in this surgical theater it's my yard though it is and i cannot stress this enough mark very much
1: not your yard and he's the thing where i do not that i do not like where it's like and this may be closed-minded but here we go is that once i found out that kevin nash gets a free pass from me for some reason that i can't describe but once i found out that he was a basketball player football player former football players make sense but like once you're a former basketball player and then you start wrestling it's like i'm sorry man but like basketball players can't really fight and you know who really really can't fight the tall guy on the team who just sucks like yeah, you know exactly. how much you know how bad you have to be at a sport where you're like so close to the ultimate goal you're just like so close to the hoop but you still can't get it in the hoop yeah, even yeah, though it's exactly. a bunch of small guys like yeah yeah and I watch and basketball. I just that's a, that's how much I want. That's how much I want to dumb it down. Like I don't think anyone, unless you really watch basketball, you don't understand how good basketball is now. Because every team was like, maybe we should just get a bunch of people who can like move and dribble. And the '90s was like, no, we need a bunch of white guys who are six foot ten, three hundred and fifty pounds, and are upset that they can't bring their sandwiches onto the court.
0: Exactly. Also, if you there's you better... no sauce on it. Yeah. Come on, it's, it's dry. On the court. You're telling me Magic can play on the court with HIV, and I cannot play on the court with a Reuben. <laughs>
1: hey, there's not even any lettuce on it. There is yeah. no moisture in this sandwich. It's just God bread. It. bread and meat. Um, yeah, I'm Ugh. going through a divorce. What's that, What's that <laughs> a sandwich? Come on, carbs, meat, and of course the other ingredient. Calling my wife later.
0: Yeah, and I'm going to be rude. She told me not to call again. I'll call when I want. I <laughs> pay for that, when that I goddamn want, bitch. house. What's anyway, my name? Luke Longley.
1: He he um left the Four Horsemen. Lex Luger did on good terms, and they never fought over anything. Did you know that?
0: That is true. He left on good terms, and then.